episode 165 of the Thunder Underground podcast. I'm Trent. This is Jason. How's it going? It's going great. Why is it going great? I don't know. It just is. Well, let's not let's not worry let's not worry why. Let's just go with it. Okay. If it's going great, then yeah, yeah, just be good, right? Exactly. And be happy about it. Exactly. We've got another episode of talking about music and playing some music. The That's typical right. here for us, right? But let's just jump right in. Yeah. We're not going to play The Urge. Get it, jump right in. Wasn't that the name of the song? Oh my God, that was. Wow. You pulled that one out of the depths. I don't know how I remembered their name right after I said that phrase, but because I didn't plan that, I promise. Wow. Nice. We're going to have to listen to that after we finish this. Yeah. Good good play. Good play. Yeah. I I liked that song. Late 90s power. Power. Maybe. Power ska? What? Power ska. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But anyways. Well, now let's jump right into some hard rock. Yes, why not? <laughs> this band's called Ryder out of Queens, New York. We'll talk about this here in a bit, but this song is called Do or Die. I've been away 
do or die from Ryder. And as you could tell, that was live. Yes. They have a brand new, well, it came out about a month and a half ago, live EP called For What It's Worth, five live tracks, which is pretty interesting because a lot of times you don't see independent bands release live albums, which I thought was a cool deal. Yeah. So we've got these five tracks and we got to check them out because they are coming to Rocklahoma. Yes, they're going to play the Axis stage, right? Yeah, they're playing the, what's it, the Thursday pre-party. Okay. They're driving um, in from Queens, New York, and I saw that they have some dates along the way throughout the Midwest. So if you're in those areas, look for it. Right? Nice. I, I can't wait to see them. Where, where can people listen to this EP at? Pull them up on their Facebook page. It's Ryder, R-Y-D-E-R. That's the namesake of James Ryder. Nice. And I believe you can get it on iTunes. Bandcamp, that kind of stuff. But yeah, like I said, five tracks. That do or die tracks got a great stomp to it. Some thick guitars, good vocals. It's the kind of all the all these songs kind of sound like. It's a you know it's a good thing hearing them live because it sounds like the type of stuff that goes over well live. You know, it's got that good sing along kind of oh yeah vibe to it. You know, a fish shaker for sure. Yeah, fish shaker. There you fish fish fissure, oh. fish. Fish shaker, fist shaker. <laughs> but, you know, you can shake anything else you want to this song. It works. That's true. So, yeah. So, yeah, check him out, Ryder. R-Y-D-E-R. All right, Stone to the Pilots. Let, let's get into this. It's a, a self-titled, couple, the second self-titled. A couple different times you've mentioned you wanted to talk about this. Yes. I just wanted to throw that in, so here we are. <laughs> oh, because you didn't want to? <laughs> Not I, For a while, I really didn't want to. <laughs> Well, I, after I, hearing Meadow, I'm like, well, this is all right, but I don't. It doesn't draw me to want to listen to this, and you know. Well, I, I just I feel like, and and we kind of got on this on our on our uh, our Allison Chains thing, but I I just feel like these guys need a chance. You know, they need to be heard again. Um, I think that this band has gone through, you know, Eric Kretz and the DeLeo brothers have went through a lot of shit, and you know they they deserve uh, some good stuff. Yeah. So I kind of want to champion them a little bit. Whether you whether you agree with you know getting a singer or you know carrying on or not or whatever. No, it's nothing like that. Well, it's I'm just, just saying in general, people right. out there. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, you mentioned it's the second self-titled, and it's actually two in a row, right? Wasn't the final Wyland album the self-titled one? I thought that was oh ah, fuck I don't know because a couple of those albums last I kind of checked out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, they pulled a Weezer or. Whoever, you know, yeah. who likes to make multiple self-titled albums. But it makes sense because it's a fresh start. Oh, yeah, a new beginning. I did air quotes there for anyone who I, couldn't yeah. see besides well, you. I'm the only one that could. Nope. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. So, right up front, it took me about three weeks to listen to this. Not because I don't like them, mm-hmm. but just because if Wyland was still alive and they had released this album, it would have still took me about three weeks. No, yeah, you're Cause right. Because that's you're... where... That's where I've been out with this band for 15 years, mm-hmm. 20 years maybe. You know, they it's just like Pearl Jam. Their first albums are a masterpiece. The second album, you know, is pretty cool. And then after that, there's just a lot of, there's some good stuff. There's a lot of stuff I don't care about. Yeah, true. And Stone Tumba Pilots, I heard two or three songs off this, and I thought, well, that's cool. I get what they're doing. The guy sounds like him. Yes. You know, but it's not... Blatant, but it's pretty, pretty close to blatant. Yeah, um, <laughs> and that that was kind of what I was wanted to say at the start. You know, before I talk about any of the songs, 
I'm not really going to talk about vocals because I'm just going to tell you right now, it's it's pretty much Wyland. I yeah. mean, it, it, I, I you know I don't know if that's just his natural what he sounds like. He definitely you know uh, Jeff Goot definitely uh, cites Wyland as a influence. I don't know if you know they told him this is what you need to sound like. I don't know, but there's so there's a few times you could think, oh, this is Wyland. So just know that with all these vocals, and then the rest I'll just talk about the music. So you got to think the blanket statement there. Well, you got to think this is like their dream scenario. Uh, exactly. Like, yeah. Look, it's yeah. a Wyland that we can control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A Wyland that's not a <laughs> fuck up. I said it. I don't care. Uh, so. What you know? I've I always had a love hate with Wyland. And I did too, man. And it had nothing I... to do with the fact of his problems or whatever. Everybody has problems. I love Axl Rose and Lane Staley. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but the my love hate with Wyland was just that sometimes he was awesome and sometimes it was not. Yeah. And at least not to me. Yeah. You know that whole middle tripping on a hole in a paper heart lady picture show, which a lot of people love. That whole era just annoys the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And that's not just him. That's the whole band sounding like that. Yeah. And that's the vibe I got from this album when okay. I first heard the first few songs. Okay. So that's kind of why it pushed me off from I really see. delving into it. But then I thought, okay, I need to delve into it because we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And right off the bat, that didn't change. When I'm listening <laughs> to this, I'm like, okay, this is exactly what I thought. And I'm, I'm getting into this thing. Four songs. Let me see. One, two, three, four. Yeah, four songs into this, I'm like, yep, this is exactly what I thought. This you were is going... like, fuck whatever Jason said. We're not talking about this album. <laughs> no. We'll talk about fucking something else instead. No, I was just going to say, hey, you're on... <laughs> this one's on you. I'll just sit here. But no, then the fifth song. That's how we're going to be in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Then the not fifth really. song hit. Anyways. Track five. It's called Six Eight. And I'm like, okay, now we got something going Okay, here. okay. And literally from that track on, like... Thought should be mine, roll me under, and never enough. Those four songs in a row, I'm like, that made this album for me. And it really? Made, that made me happy. That's cool. And I, then kind of after that, it kind of lost it again. I, I get that. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, it's it's funny you mentioned Roll Me Under because I think that's probably the best song on the record. Um, it's catchy, it's heavy, and it's like them, you know, uh, you know, to quote Jerry Cantrell and Jerry Maguire, just putting your balls out there. <laughs> I mean, it really is, and it's. I thought if more the song, if more the album was like this, I'd really enjoy it better. But not saying it's a bad album. I mean, I've got, uh, you know, I, I middle of nowhere was a good album op- album opener. It's riffy, it's powerful. It's not really like super heavy, but it, it gets the job done. Um, I, guilty. I, I like the solo part in the song Guilty because it's weird. It's like the bass is way up front. But there's also kind of a guitar solo going on, and it's kind of unique. Um, they're kind of, you know, it's the brothers kind of playing off of off of each other. Like, it's just kind of a little dissident, a little not. Um, I that's something I noticed that was cool. So you know, um, and I'm kind of surprised that you like thought she'd be mine because I kind of I kind of thought it was like that '90s alt rock, yeah. hazy summer afternoon kind of boring thing. But, you know, I mean, it's a, that was kind of a low point for me in the album. Well, you remember the number four album with Sour Girl and that kind of stuff? Yeah. Which isn't really like that, but yeah. it's, 
Well, that yeah, stuff I was Tower Girls okay. I don't and know. that song Glide that was on that album. What about the? Um, I always kind of dug their slower stuff. But what's that one song that the, I, we really we both loved? Something about painting flowers on your grave or something. What was that called? That's Glide, I think. Oh, it is. Or no? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Never. Sorry. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> We're but, just talking it out. We're talking it out here, <laughs> right? But yeah, I mean, overall, if I'd, I'd say it's, I went into it with like not low expectations, just middle of the road expectations, and it kind of yeah. lived up to that for me. But it had, like I said, several tracks that jumped out and not, you know, make me want to listen again. Yeah. But overall, the band just has never done much for me since who knows when, you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, I saw them last time I think I saw them live was like at the Bill Street Music Fest. Really? And I was, I, I wasn't even going to watch them. That's how much I didn't care. I you know, there was something else going on and yeah. I'm like walking out and I can't even remember. They opened with, you know, some, like one of their hit songs. Yeah. And as I'm like walking off, the second song was down. So, yeah, so okay, it caught me. Okay. I'm like, all right. And I went over there and I watched them for like half yeah. the set, I think, before yeah. I went wherever else I was trying to go. Yeah. Because that's one of those festivals where there's like five bands playing at the same time. Well, you should have you should have just hung out to see if he did anything stupid, like fell into the back into the drum set or something. I don't know. I think he was all right during that. Oh, period okay, never mind. For that year. Oh, fuck me! I'm an asshole. <laughs> well, yeah. So there you go. I mean, overall, you give it like a. You know, I. Uh, I give it a six and a half, half filler, seven. Half filler. Uh, six and a half, seven. It's got a good beat. I could dance to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we're looking for with this stuff. <laughs> no, it's it it, it it was a great effort overall. And like I said, I, I'm I'm behind these guys. I want these guys to do good again. I think they deserve it. So yeah, that's 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 how I feel. Yeah, I mean, like well, like you alluded to at the beginning. I mean, I have no issue with. With them getting somewhere, oh, moving on. Hell no! There's only like I don't either. two or three bands in the world yes. that that piss me off, yep. Yep. and they're not one of them. Yeah, so I, they have every right, and um, I'm gonna enjoy seeing them at Rocklahoma. So yeah, we'll all be there. We know we will. We know we're gonna watch it. <laughs> well, another album that just came out here a couple weeks ago was yes. the new Monster Magnet <laughs> album, Mindfucker. Nice. And just by the title alone, you know that it's better than Stunt of a Pilot's album. Right? I mean, well, <laughs> just that title makes it better than a lot of fucking albums. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Now this, you know, I've long been a fan of these guys. Yes. This is the my, the Monster Magnet album that I've been waiting for. Since Dopes to Infinity? No. <laughs> I mean, they've done shit since then. I know, I'm being a dick. Power Trip, God Says No are both great. But this is probably, you know, just after two or three listens, and probably my favorite one since Monolithic Baby, which came out in 2004. Yeah. You know, they've had like three since then, and the last couple albums they did were like weird redos of the last two albums. Really? Not even get into that. Oh, shit. Reimagining. Dave Windorf's getting into that. I'm getting older, and I'm going to just do some fucked up shit Reimagining? Yeah. Probably re- we shouldn't do this anymore. <laughs> but no, I mean, this... You know what I want. It's straight ahead. It's not, yeah. you know, they're one of those bands that, you know, they, they can do what they want. But a couple of their albums kind of lost me. Mm-hmm. You know, I like it, but it's just whatever. Yeah. 
this all these songs are straightforward and they but it's got more than you know when you think of like dopes infinity or power trip those are somewhere between stoner metal and just metal yeah you know this is more your stoner kind of stuff that's almost crosses into that psychedelic rock you know yeah space and he's, there's even stuff on here like that song ejection that sounds like the stooges that was a great song i really yeah. liked that song yeah i was going to mention that one and you get that from two or three of the songs that yes. kind of iggy pop yeah. feel almost you know yeah and there's just more of that kind of fuzz old school 70s yes psychedelic thing going I, on yeah i get that i i like rocket freak i think that's one of the not only is the opener but i think it's one of the strongest tunes on the record yeah i agree that and then the title track yeah got stuck well, in yeah. my head and yeah. not just because it's got a cool name but it's a great song <laughs> where was i gonna go oh drowning is that like seven and a half minute song it's kind of that mid-tempo mm-hmm. thing and it's just kind of a classic monster magnet groove to it yeah and there at the end you got when the hammer comes down which is a Hawkwind cover, in case you didn't know. I did not know that. Now I got to re-listen. Yeah. I I liked Brainwashed. It kind of sounded like a, a punk or a horror punk band kind of doing something, you know, maybe mellower or acoustic or something. Yeah. Like I could see horror pops or, you know, maybe the Misfits in the 90s doing this. Oh, yeah. And even All Day Midnight in a way, but yeah. more so Brainwashed. So I really... that. That, that brainwash stuck out to me, and I just have always wanted to mention horror pops on this podcast, so I just did it. <laughs> finally. Yes, finally. But this is, you know, one of those things where I hear, every time I think of Monster Magnet, I'm like, why haven't they, you know, they obviously had that moment in the 90s with Space Lord. Yes. You know, they they had gotten known before that, but gotten known to the mainstream with that. Yeah. And then have never really since then, but yeah. I always just thought... That as time went on, that I, I don't expect them to have a, you know, mainstream success, but I just expected them to kind of do what Sheen had did or something, where yeah. it just kind of elevated a little bit. They had and, a little bit of a cult. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, they do in a way, but not really in America. Yeah. You know, everywhere else they do. I know. But I know. I, I And, you know, after I love Dopes to Infinity and then Power Trip, everybody went crazy about Space Lord. I was never super crazy about that song. Yeah. Uh, the video pissed me off. And so I kind of checked out on that band, um, I have to admit. Uh, so got to see McCain's a couple times, though. That was cool. Yeah. Well, didn't we see him? We saw a Corrosion and Conformity open for them, right? Yes. And Which then that would be was, the other way around. That was the no shit. That was the show where Ed Mundell threw his guitar out in the crowd. Like, oh, threw his it. guitar. No one's... I've never seen anyone do that. I forgot about just that. Just took it off, threw it out in the crowd, and let everybody just... It made it all the way to the back and back to the front or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. And then the second time was with Cold. You remember? And, like, oh, a yeah. fuck ton of people left after Cold. Yeah, I forgot because about Because they that. had the Stupid Girl song that was super huge. So that's why the fuck everyone came to see that. And then, after them, a lot of the people there split. So... That was bad booking. It, yeah, it was. So why would you ever book cold for anything? <laughs> fuck, I said, God damn. I called Scott Weiland to fuck up and talk shit about cold in the same episode. I'm going to hell. I don't think that's grounds for going to hell. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. All right. I, just, I don't like talking shit, but I did anyways. Some hypocrite. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> well, if you like stoner rock, psychedelic rock, just good. Yeah. 
Good rock. Hawkwind, even, you know. Oh, no kidding. I got to listen to that yeah. again. You you said today, let's do this. And I'm like, fuck, I never listened to this. I said I was going to. I said, yeah, you had the cram session I, on this. And right? I did. I did. Like, right after work, as I was running around town, I blared it on the stereo in the car. And then out here, I started it up again. So, you know, it was at least fresh in my brain. Yeah. You know, and a couple songs really grabbed me. So it was all good. Hell yeah. So people check it out. It's called Mindfucker. Yeah. How can you I'm not such check a, I mean, Oh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm such a fanboy that I got the pre order with the autograph CD. Yes. Booklet. You are the fucking man. Well, it's got Dave Windorf and like yeah. three other people's autographs. Yeah. Or four. So no why not? You know, since it's like basically he's. Well, I forgot the dude's name. The rhythm guitarist has been there now for. 15 years Oh, I the think. Phil guy? Phil something or other? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The other ones are all all new within yes. the past five, six years. But yes. Anyway, check that out. Yes. Ed, Man- Ed Mundell went on to become super famous with Atomic Bitch, bitch Wax. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about a couple shows here. Yes. I You went to one, I went to one. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first because okay. mine was longer. Yes, okay. not that that really matters on the <laughs> length of this, but yeah. I forgot the damn date. But here, two or three weeks ago, now, <laughs> yeah, it was the end of March. Thirty first, right? That's right. Yeah, I can I can vision the poster now. It said yeah. March thirty first across the top. Yeah, I remember because that was a day I thought I was gonna die. I was so goddamn sick I didn't go. Yeah. So and and that's a whole other story altogether. But whatever. But now I was out at the show, and constantly people said, "Hey, is Jason here? Like, you're supposed to be there because I am." And they did not. No, seriously. Several people asked me, and I'm like, "No, he didn't make it. He didn't feel good." They're like, "What is he sick?" I'm like, "Well, he's not sick, sick. He's but, like hungover, sick." Oh, like, yeah. oh fuck yeah! It was like super bad. So that was stupid. Um, and thanks everyone for asking about me. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't a normal hangover. It was a pretty bad one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. So. Anyways, the show, proceed. Yeah, Less Than Human played the Vanguard, and they had Reliance Code, Stanley's Revenge, and Driver with them. And this was really my first chance to see a full Less Than Human set. Nice. Which, actually, according to Colton, was like one of their first ever like full-on you know, full sets. Because yeah. usually they're playing these shows and you get a 45-minute yeah. set, yep. you know... Whatever, but they got a they got an hour. Nice. And I got there. I got to see the last two songs of Stanley's Revenge. Okay. So at least got to catch them. Yes. You know them. We've talked about them. Great band out of Prior, Oklahoma. Yes, we've played them on the show. Yeah, they're actually playing. It's not the pre-party. They're playing one of the days at Rocklahoma on the Axis. Yeah, stage. they're on the Axis stage. That's great. So yeah, get out there and check them out. And then Driver, of course. You know, I feel like a broken record, but I yeah. know some people don't. Some people don't listen to every episode, but yes, such a great live band, you know. Yeah, it, and, if you're listening for the first time, they <laughs> fucking rule. Yeah, such you know, all five of these guys just have the shit locked down. <laughs> yes, and they do. Brandon just brings a great you know presence to this band. You know, he's a great front man. He's got a great voice. We've spoke about that before. You know, they've been through a couple changes, but this really sounds like this is where it's at, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're getting in the groove. Yeah. Good. And they put on a killer set, and it's just like 
the other thing to point out is when I got there, Stainer's Revenge was the first band, and the place was already full. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like squeezed through the crowd full, but I mean, it was full up, you know, which is good for a show like this. And, you know, by the time later in the night when Lesson Human went on, I mean, there was a full crowd in there, which is always great to see at shows like this. You don't always mm-hmm. see that, you know, at local shows yeah. with four bands from the area. And, you know, same thing, Reliance Code. We've talked about many times how this is another band that you expect to go places. They've got a great CD out called Finding Your Way Out. And just a killer strong live band. And it was the first time I saw them with their new uh, guitarist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And this guy really brings a... Not that these guys need energy, they all have energy, but he brings even more energy. Yeah. And he's just like, literally, he's all over the place. He's one of those type dudes. He's just like, headbanging, playing, he's always moving. Good. You know, and he's just, you know, brings even more to their show. And then it, towards the end of the show, I was standing next to Kevin Graham, and he's like, he took his shoes off. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool, whatever. And I noticed <laughs> that he's walking around, and I thought well, maybe it was slick or something, but... Then come to find out the next day, did you see that where they posted that uh-uh. apparently part of the stage had like broken or something and like the wood, I guess it was, went through his shoe and like hit his foot. Really? But like, I guess he was lucky that it didn't like go clear through and he took it off and it had cut his foot, I guess. Wow. But didn't like, it wasn't, wow. it wasn't as bad as it could have been basically. Nice. <laughs> well, at least that, at least, yeah, it didn't go through his impale his foot that right. would have sucked but yeah that's the other thing he kicked the shoe off and just kept going hell yeah that that's that's rock and roll right there yeah you know and i even think i saw one time his strap flew off and broke because he was just going nuts and he kept going with put that back on you know that that will happen yeah. is, yes definitely there you go but less than human you've said you know just you know how how great it is to see a band like this, especially at this age. Yeah. You know, all young, early 20s. Put on a show that's just like, you feel like you're watching, you know, a national act at, yeah. a, at the oh, radio yeah. or something. Exactly. You know, they, they don't just have the stage show. They've got the music that backs it up. And they have energy for days. And they just, the crowd... That's the best crowd, one of the best crowds I've ever seen at the Vanguard, even for national acts. Good. Like the crowd was going shit nuts. And like there was a, you know, I think even Josh from Reliance Code mentioned there was a mosh pit during their set. Really? That's the first time he had ever noticed a mosh pit during a Reliance Code set. And then once, of course, Less Than Human hit, it got even bigger. And I mean, I'm talking, we were standing back closer to the bar and there were several times where people hitting us. That's how big the the pit was filling up the whole middle floor. I hope, I hope, I hope people are taking note of that. Yeah. You know, important people in high places are seeing this. Yeah. And, and I, I sucks. I didn't go. Yeah. But I mean, they even played a, they played a cover medley and I'm trying to remember they played a <laughs> blind by corn. Yeah. And they played ministry. I'm drawing a blank on which song and I can't. And then they played uh my own summer by the Deftones. Nice. And seemed like there's a fourth one in there too really but yeah i mean it was like a and he mentioned that you know that's something they usually don't do because they usually don't have the time yes yeah but 
Yeah, I mean, we can't stress enough how great this band is live. and I mean, all four of these bands. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've seen them countless times, and we'll see them countless times again. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Maybe later this year. Yes, yes, maybe. You, you never know. Yeah. I have a feeling, though. It's possible. It is very possible. <laughs> um, you know, before I move on to the show I saw, I just want to say you mentioned something earlier about, you know, when you got there, when Stanley's Revenge was playing, it was already packed. Um, and that's something I never, in in our, I forgot to mention about Halata Fest, you know, to go back a little bit. Um, you know, I noticed, you know, in the afternoon when we got there, it was already packed. Or it was a pretty healthy attendance. And I, that just makes me feel good for this scene in this town. Uh, because... You know, I never saw that back when I was playing out. No. Maybe once or twice if it was, you know, a big An band. Event. Yeah. Or some just some big event. But just for a, a local show at a, at a venue to be packed, that never goddamn happened. So to have this support now is super great to see. And I'm so grateful. And, uh, you know, well, you these, said these bands deserve that. They really do. That show you went to. Oh, it's been over a year ago now. That one that was like grind in Oklahoma Braves, oh, Skytown. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. Vanguard was yeah. packed out too. Yeah, it was. And it's the same thing, you know. Yeah, it's all four bands from the Tulsa area. Exactly. And it, it's it, just it, great to see. And I mean, they're. It's not a free show, so I'm glad that it's still drawing people in because that's what you always worry about with, you know, fickle ass people. Yeah, want to pay exactly eight bucks to see four great bands, you know. But and and, and, and you know that's a thing. This is what's going to keep it going is is turnouts like this. So I'm I'm really proud of everybody. I'm really glad everyone's waking up to it. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. So uh, this past Saturday night, I went to see Alter Blood at the Blackbird. Um, I really like that venue, by the way. Yeah. Pretty cool. The um, old uh, the old clips. Old clips. Yeah. We 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 were all there. Um and uh you know got there just like just to see the last song from uh BKR from Fayetteville. Um, you know, the last song I saw was great. Just good hard on? rock. Okay. Um, maybe a little bit of punk going on. Um, but you know, at the same time, some pretty cool solos. Uh, you know, sorry, I didn't see enough, uh, more of them, but, uh, Alter Blood, they were great. You know, I got to think back when we first saw them, like at Lotifest last year, to where they've come now. And, you know, you can see, you can see the progression and you see why they, you know, get to open up for some national bands and stuff. I mean, they're, you know, obviously there's only one guy left from, you know, when they started out, Ryan. But, I mean, they were so tight. They were well-rehearsed. The drummer was fucking insane. I was really impressed by the drummer. Um, you know, it was just spot on. The vocals were brutal. Um, you know, it, to see their progression was really cool. And, uh, you know, they played a great set, so... So I assume uh, the vocals were the same. Yes, like yeah. I mean, style. if you like, if you like that brutal, it's like, I guess. See, that's that's where I get kind of sketchy. Is you know, I'm not. I don't know if it's because I'm an old fuck or whatever, but you know, when it gets into the the real brutal vocals, uh, I I don't kind of know what I'm listening to. Sometimes I've said this many times. You know, there's only a few bands like that that I really can get into, um, but I but I definitely recognize the you know, the effort and the talent that goes into this. And, um, you know, the guy had, uh, the singer had different, different 
you know, voices and sounds he could do, and, you know, and he, he had a great presence. He was getting in people's faces. Um, so that was really cool to see. Uh, this band's come a long way. So I was, I was, I was, uh, you know, I was entertained for sure. It was, it was a great set. Good deal. Yeah. Well, speaking uh, of. And, yeah. And their shit's on like Spotify and iTunes now and all that kind of stuff. So go search it. Nice. I'm going to do that myself. Yes, definitely. Well, speaking of concerts, this weekend there's oh yes two or three things you could check out. Definitely. First thing we want to mention is that Fist of Rage, another band we like to bring up on this podcast quite often, is having their CD release show. Yes. This Saturday night at the at the Shrine. Yes. It's only five bucks to get you in, and you get to see Fist of Rage play some of these songs from the new CD called Giddy Up. Can't wait. I have the CD. Same here. And they've also got Grind along with them. Yes. Wither and Whippersnapper. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to be there. Yeah, we are. I'm going to be there this time, I promise. <laughs> no, no violent hangover, I swear to God. You never know what happens Friday night. Uh, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, anyways, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, stepping back a day, Friday night, the Black Star Experience yes. is playing at PH Community House. And we mentioned the Black Star Experience is one of the projects from Dakota Harrington. Yes. Who has been on this podcast way back with his band, Mr. Rogers Intergalactic Sexual Experience. With with Trevor. Of course. And he's got several projects, Space Eyes, Suicider. But the one he's doing currently is the Black Star Experience. And he's doing a joint set with Lady Cork, who is an artist out of San Diego, California. Okay. And she's... Uh, I guess a musician slash visual artist. So this is nice. You know, what Dakota does is a lot of experimental stuff and yeah, heavy stuff. So I just imagine, you know, you put the two minds like that together. You never know what's going to happen here. Talk about a fearless guy. You know, he, he, oh, yeah. he'll do fucking anything. And then, you know, with all of the, the, the noise and the ambient stuff. And then with the visual artist, I mean, you know, maybe sometimes I don't get it because... I'm some crusty old metal guy, but I mean, I, I totally respect, you know, just the fearlessness of it. Well, I assume it's going to be dark because he's got, oh, yeah. he's got Obscure Sanity opening up. Yes. That's a band from the Tulsa area that, you know, I've seen them before. They're heavy as hell. Yeah. You've also got Drew Hell and We the Undead out of Oklahoma City. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's a great, you know set of music right there coming from you at the ph community house of course this friday night guess what day that is friday the 13th uh-oh coincidence probably not i think not <laughs> also friday the 13th on the flip side of that yes la guns is going to be in town they're playing the ideal ballroom poster child is open and our good friends in down for five are nice open. nice down for five Band that we're very glad to see back. They've played, totally. played two or three shows now since they've reformed here earlier this year. So, yeah, get out there, check that out if you like the 80s rock. And then Down for Five is even, they're not really 80s rock, they're just heavy rock. Yes, they're heavy. They're heavy as hell. But LA Guns has Tracy Guns and Phil Lewis back together for the first that. time in quite a while. That's right. Is Steve Riley there? I do not <laughs> believe so. Neither is Bones. <laughs> There would be a fight on stage if that were to happen. (laughs) 
Is that everything for that weekend? Yeah. yeah we I just want so. to mention, we'll talk about this again on our next episode. Yes. But next Friday, 420, the day that you're going to smoke joints and shit. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> in, in Oklahoma City. This is going to be a fucking barn burner right here. Yeah. OKC City Limits. Shotgun Rebellion and Final Drive. Right there's enough that I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'd go to that. Yeah. I'd but, go to that. Yeah. But then you throw in fucking Scattered Hamlet. Yes. Who is one of the bands that we've championed beyond. Oh, man. Beyond champion. Beyond belief throughout our history yes. of this podcast. We love these guys. You all know that. It's a live act to be reckoned yes, with. Yes, definitely. And then on top of that. Oh, shit. Is Tri-County Terror. Holy fuck. Your dreams have finally come to fruition. It's, it's going to happen. You and will I'm, see Tri-County Terror live. And I'm glad I get to see him in a place like that. Yeah. That's going to be insane. Talk about some fucking insane shit. I can't wait. They were our number seven, what, top of 2017, right? That's right. I think they were number seven. I can't remember the number, but they yeah. were on the list. Yeah. I mean, get drenched in whiskey and, and fight and fuck. It's going to be insane. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed she posted that picture earlier of Michael Douglas from, uh, what's that, falling down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I commented. Oh, did you? I put defense. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We all love that movie. Yeah. I, we could do a whole episode just on that movie. We should someday. We should, yeah. Even though it has nothing to do with... Hey, we do what we want. What's that thing Josta does now where it's... Uh, How cool is this or some shit? Yeah. I don't know. I, can't, I haven't even listened to one of them yet. I can't keep some of that straight sometimes. I, I, don't, I don't know. So... Have you listened to any of them? No. There's I only been like three of them. Of them. I, I, I guess it's where yeah. it was just talking about something that's not music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know how cool it is yet, so I haven't listened. <laughs> so, anyways. All right. Well, you we wanted to mention Ghost. Yes. We should go over this for a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, there is no more Papa Emeritus. Now it's, it's Cardinal Copia. How are they going to continue without a Papa? I, well, if you watch the videos, they explain it. Yeah. You know? I will say I, I watched the video where they introduced him, but I haven't watched the other ones. The You haven't seen the one where he comes out with the boombox? Yeah, where he comes out okay. to him. And then like he, is there one after that? I think there's like oh, I need to find out. one That's, or two other ones. There's only two I've seen so far. Okay, I've only seen one. There's, oh, one. there's, there's one where it's just the older papa and the woman talking, and then it cuts off right before... Oh, okay. He walks in, and then the next one is when he walks in. So Okay. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, they're doing something different. You can obviously tell it's still Tobias Forge, um, you know, because the voice sounds the same when he's talking in that video. Uh, and so, and I saw the acoustic thing they did online, and they were playing Soros uh, or Sarice. I can't, I'm sorry. Um, it sounded just like it's, it's definitely the same guy, but this is the character that he's being portrayed now, <laughs> which is kind of cool and odd that you think this band is finally over the past year or so they've kind of got more into the mainstream. Yes. And now all of a sudden that they made it to that point, he's just like, fuck it, let's change this way. The thing everybody knows about ghosts yes. yeah. is that image of, you know, the Pope, yes. you know, the demon Pope or what do you want to call yeah. it? And then. And they totally then he, then he does away with it. And what's what's and like you said, they were coming into the mainstream, which is kind of why I thought. Well, now that's why he's coming out with no hat on and 
you know, and he's in more of a something he can move around in, not just like a robe. Yeah. And but now they're kind of going back a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, and, and but don't worry, it's still weird looking, so it's all good. Yeah. You know, you've got the contacts and the weird thing in the mouth that makes him look like he's got a mask on or some shit. I don't know how <laughs> they do it, but anyways. So the question is, where do they go after that? Because it was always like, what, down the, the bloodline, yes. so to speak? And this is the first one they said broke the bloodline because he didn't have an error. Yes. I, I think, I don't know. I mean, I, it's kind of cool to see where they might go, but I think they'll they'll like find somebody else in the bloodline, maybe a couple of them from now. Yeah. You never know. Like someone they didn't know about. Yes. Yeah. But I am glad that, you know, when the old man came out, you kind of thought, man, I hope this isn't what they fucking do. Yeah. So I'm glad they didn't do that, at least. So. <laughs> well, anything else we need to ramble about? No, I think, uh, yeah, if people haven't turned this off already, thanks. We've <laughs> rambled enough. Yeah. com. Everything's up there. We've got some reviews. You can listen to all the podcasts there. You can also listen to them pretty much anywhere podcasts are heard. Yes. iTunes, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that great stuff. If you've got an Amazon Echo, say Alexa, play the Thunder Underground podcast, and she'll do it. Thanks Love to TuneIn. But yeah, SoundCloud.com backslash Thunder Dash Underground. Facebook backslash The Thunder Underground. YouTube and Instagram are both at The Thunder Underground. And Twitter's T-H-N-D-R-U-N-D-R Ground. Go back and check out a lot of these back episodes. We've got tons of these where we just talk like we just did about albums and play some music. Yada yada. Then we've got tons where we... <laughs> it's the first time I ever said that, huh? Tons where we do interviews. We had Jared James Nichols here a couple months ago. That was awesome. That's a great up-and-coming artist you need to check out if yes, you have not. definitely. He's a badass. We've had on... John Connolly from Seven Dust. We mentioned Scattered Hamlet. They've been on here like four times. Yes. Probably a fifth soon enough. Hopefully. We mentioned like some of the bands we talked about from around here. Alter Blood, Fist of Rage, Grind, Less Than Human, Driver, Reliance Code. All these bands have been on this podcast. The list goes on. Yeah. And then, of course, big names like Gene Simmons from Kiss. Yes. Bruce Kulick of Kiss. Crozier Conformity, Shine Down. Megadeth. Saving Abel, Crowbar, Battlecross, Warrant, Trickster, Firehouse. I like whenever I say one of those bands, it's just like all of them start coming. Yes. All the glam bands. <laughs> Europe, Lillian Axe, Taiketo, Bullet Boys. <laughs> and then Death Angel. And Death Angel. Why not? <laughs> Sid Falk from formerly of Overkill. The Obsessed. Yes. Shooter Jennings. Yeah, there you go. That's a good place to end. It is. All right, until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.